You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode six of Heart and Soul for season four. This is Katherine, just me today. And y'all, I cannot even with how long it took me to figure out what I should do for recording this because my, so I have like the new laptop where you have, it doesn't have like the same jacks as like an HDMI cord. So you have to have like an adapter to plug in so that you have the HDMI, whatever plug in. So my little thingy, my adapter broke and my microphone will not plug in. And I was freaking out because I mean, I've never really had the best sound quality on here. (laughs) Y'all know that because I'm not very techie, but I always look forward to my solo episodes sounding a little bit better because my mic usually is able to work better than it does on Zoom. Anyways, all that to say is now I am recording a voice memo on my phone with my old school um headphones you know the ones that actually plug in not airpods the ones that plug in have the little mic on it so i hope this sounds okay if you're hearing like fuzz or something in the background i'm so sorry i ha- i literally spent the last hour trying to figure out how to use that adapter and it just wasn't working so here we are <laughs> welcome to real life with Catherine. um So yeah, today is going to be a solo episode, just me, just to remind y'all of like the new schedule. It's going to be guest, solo episode, guest, and then me and Michael. So um, hopefully you've been enjoying our guests this season. I'm loving them. I especially loved last week where (laughs) me and Carrie just chatted all about pop culture. If you are a pop culture lover like me, then hopefully you enjoyed that episode as well. Um, it was really fun. We talked about like Machine Gun Kelly and, uh, Megan Fox. We talked about favorite celebrity couples. We talked about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, all the things. That was a really fun episode. Um, we also have a really cool guest coming on next week to talk about sleep, which if you know me at all, then you know, that's like a huge issue for me. Um, so definitely, Tune in next week for um, that episode to kind of learn the importance of sleep, how to get better sleep, and she even shares um, this really cool product. So, um, y'all, I think today I'm just going to talk about things that I'm learning in life and things that I'm loving in life. Um, Just keeping it short and sweet. Hopefully, this will help you just like have a deeper peek into who I am, where I'm at in life right now. And, um, hopefully this can help us just like relate to each other on a, on a more fun, maybe even deep level. Um, before I jump into that though, I want to make one announcement. If you are local to Wilmington, we are having free classes, free soul classes, um, all week next week, which is the 14th through the 18th. So we're calling it Galentine's week. Every single group class is going to be free, um, for the public. So if you are interested in signing up for one of our group classes, then please email me. You can just, since you have the heart and soul email, you can just email me at the heart and soul 
podcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, that's going to be really exciting. So if you're local, please come to one of those classes. It's going to be so fun and also just give women an opportunity to celebrate each other, um, through movement for Valentine's day. Okay. Y'all things that I am loving right now. Okay. This is good. So first thing that I'm loving right now is my Peloton. This is new to me. I, um, had been asking for a Peloton for quite some time, really since William was born, just because of how my workout time availability has changed since having a baby. Um, I needed to get in like quicker sweat sessions and, um, the Peloton's just like a really good way to do that. Wow. Wow. Can I talk while having William, um, like in his little bouncer watching me. So I, I've been wanting one for about six months now and my sweet, sweet husband got a bonus, like end of year bonus check and used that to buy me one for my birthday. Um, so like legit a truck, like a huge, like moving truck rolls up to our house one day and I'm like, what, what's going on? And they bring, um, a a box with a Peloton in it. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And it was like a total surprise. It wasn't on my birthday day. It was like three days after. So I was shook and like seriously felt like old school. Like when you're a kid and you get that gift you've been wanting for Christmas, you know, that feeling that's how I felt again. So I was super pumped for that. And I'm really, what I'm really loving most about it, besides the fact that the workouts are great and I can get a quick sweat sesh in, is I haven't been coached, um, like I haven't been to a gym where I am the client um, in like almost four years now, which is wild because I am a coach. Um, but the sad thing, or the sad thing about being a coach is that you coach at the same times when other gyms have classes. So I just have been unable to really commit to a group class memberships elsewhere because the class times are always while I'm coaching. So what I love most about this Peloton is that I have like a coach screaming in my ear while I'm doing um, my workout and like encouraging me, motivating me, giving me that hype and energy that I need to kind of push a little harder Um, and I love it y'all. I seriously feel like rejuvenated from that. I didn't realize what, like how you kind of get used to your routine. So I didn't realize what I had been missing all these years when I just been doing my workouts on my own. Um, and y'all, it's just like such a game changer. I'm such an advocate for having a coach, especially if you can afford one group classes are a great way for that. Just because like it is that extra motivation that you need. And it also helps you to believe in yourself and those moments where you just want to give up, which is a lot of times during, um, a workout, especially. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just loving my Peloton for that reason. And the music is fire. The other day I took a, um, Taylor Swift red, or sorry, Red Taylor's version ride. So it was like all the music from Taylor's version of Red. And there was legit like a 10 minute interval in there just to all too well. And I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating you guys. (laughs) I cried. (laughs) 
I cried. It's been so therapeutic for me to like have this like blocked off 20, 30 minute session to myself with like someone encouraging me in my ear and then really legit music in my other ear. So also a side note about crying to Taylor Swift. When I went to the Red concert back in 2012, I, when she played all too well on the piano and like did that thing where if you know, you know, she like bobs her head up and down like really dramatically. I bawled like a baby during that, during the concert. It seriously felt like a worship event. (laughs) I was like, yes, Lord. Oh man. Okay. So yeah, one thing I'm loving is my Peloton. Another thing I'm loving right now is we are back in a community group with our church, which is um, something that we used to do when we were first, well, prior to being married, I would, I went to a community group every week. And then while our first year of marriage, maybe even our second too, we went to a community group every week, but then COVID hit and we kind of like, just like the rest of the world stayed inside and stopped doing our normal routines and then got used to it. And honestly, I got so used to it that when even even on Sundays when our church opened back up again, I was like, nah, I don't really want to go. I don't, like, it was not that I didn't want to go to church. It's just that I didn't want to leave my house. And I don't know if anyone else out there can relate, but I got so used to kind of just being lazy and complacent and, like, staying in my PJs and staying at home that I didn't want to go back into my old routine. And I think that really kind of put, like, a a drift that's not the right word (laughs) y'all you know when I can't find the word it really put a divide between Michael and I for a little bit because I was getting so like okay with staying home and he really wanted to get back into our old routine and we were kind of like butting heads a little bit there um but recently we have like made it a commitment for our marriage to go back to church on Sundays every week, bring in William and then going to community group on Tuesday nights. And that has been, I'm not going to lie, like the first two weeks, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to go. Um, just because I didn't want to leave. It was not that I didn't want to like worship the Lord. I just didn't want to leave my house. And Michael was, Michael brought up like a really good point, which was very convicting in the moment. And honestly, I was low key mad at him at first when he asked this, but now I kind of understand his heart behind it. He was like, if we were going to breakfast with Taylor Swift right now, would you want to go? And I was like, oh shoot. Yeah, I would. (laughs) So Ever since creating that routine, I have been like really excited now to go to church and really excited to go to community group and just getting out of the house like has been really um, life-giving for me, even though I was very hesitant and really pushed back on it in the beginning. Now I'm really excited about it. We are going every Tuesday night to a community group and it's been really good just to talk with adults. Um, sometimes you get so used to talking like a baby when you have a baby that you forget like how life-giving adult genuine conversations are. So that's been really awesome. Um, and then we go for all our local peeps, we go to the bridge on Sunday, um, at 11. So if anybody wants to join me one week, please holla at your girl. Okay. Total flip in theme, but another thing I'm loving right now is Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which if you listen to last week's 
episode with Carrie, then you know that I am all in. I did not get into The Real Housewives until about a year and a half ago. I started with Beverly Hills, and I only watched Beverly Hills and now Salt Lake City. And Salt Lake City is so freaking juicy that I cannot even begin to describe it to you unless you're like in it. There are some wild characters this season. And yes, like I know it's quote unquote reality TV, but they are characters. The drama's insane. It's such a fun, guilty pleasure to like escape into their world and kind of <laughs> honestly kind of feel better about your own. Jen Shaw is there's like this huge scandal with Jen, Jen Shaw this season that's like intense, like legal intense fraud scandal and yet there's another character that I can't stand even more so and her name is Mary Cosby so if you are watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City please at me and let me know like what you think of this season I haven't watched last or this week's episode yet but I'm about to probably tonight so that's another thing I'm loving right now and if you if you know, you know, if you don't know and you love trashy, guilty pleasure TV, then like, please start Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and thank me later. Okay. Um, another thing I'm loving is Audible. I've been loving this for a while, really, ever since I got pregnant. I have been listening to books like crazy to kind of like, well, it helped me when I was pregnant to fall asleep. And, um, and now I've gotten so used to it that I've been listening to um, probably a book a month, maybe a book every two weeks or so. And, um, my favorite theme of books right now is like murder mystery books. Yeah. So, um, some good ones are local woman missing. Um, then she was gone was really good. Sharp objects was good. Man, so many. I'm reading um, Verity right now, which if you read that, then you know how like kind of like, whoa, it is. But I'm in the middle of that right now and it's intense. Um, so yeah, Audible. Love it. All about it. Oh, I also listened to the autobiography for Will Smith. Called, it's called Will. And that was really good. I've always loved Will Smith, but it was cool to hear like, it's always cool for me to hear celebrities lives like behind the scenes um because I'm just all about pop culture so it's nice to like humanize them a little bit so I loved that one and then if you also like celebrity books Green Lights by um Matthew McConaughey was really good too okay the last thing I have on my things I'm loving list (laughs) right now is these chocolate ice cream bars from Harris Teeter that we get uh they like come in a box of four I think um and I no joke, eat one a night. And I've gotten so used to eating one every night that sometimes I'll throw in a second one and they're so good. I get two kinds. I get one, one that's like chocolate. It's like hard shell chocolate on the, on the outside with vanilla ice cream on the inside. One has like those like little baby almond nuts in it. And then one has caramel on the inside with like a smooth shell. Y'all, they're so good. And if you like need dessert like I do, I just always need something sweet after I eat dinner. Those are like really good um, 
easy desserts to scoop up from Harris Teeter. I think they're also like at every grocery store ever. So really just any chocolate hard shell ice cream with vanilla on the inside. Okay, now we're going to flip gears and talk about things that I am learning right now. Okay, well, Michael and I recently just started couples counseling and I we've only been to one. Our second one is this week, but the first week I was reminded of something that I already knew, but I kind of lo- forgot, lost track of. Um, and it's just like a really good nugget of wisdom to kind of carry with you throughout your week or throughout really your day-to-day life. Um, if you listen to Brene Brown, then you've probably heard this saying before, or if you read her books and it's, um, is what I'm thinking or is the story that I'm telling myself true or is it just a story that I'm telling myself? So it's kind of deciphering what is actually true and then what is just a narrative that I am creating in my head that's not true. Um, So we kind of went through the process of how those stories evolve in our minds during our first counseling session. Um, And the way that our counselor kind of laid it out was at first there's like an event that happens. So this is all hypothetical, but I'm just going to make something, make up a situation. Let's say, um, Michael and I, uh, don't get invited to someone's birthday party or it's someone's birthday and we don't get invited. So that's the event. Our thought after the event comes your thoughts. So our thought would probably be, um, man, they didn't want to invite us. They don't like us. Um, they're not, they don't consider us friends anymore. These are just some like thoughts that would probably go through our head. And then our feeling would be the next thing. So it goes event thought, and then you end up at a feeling. We'd probably feel sad. We'd probably feel rejected. We'd probably feel maybe angry and frustrated, um, maybe bitter. Um, So yeah, that would be like the process of like an event to a thought to a feeling. Now, that's everything that we experience on our side. When the reality of the situation is our friends didn't have, end up having a birthday party because of COVID, you know, everyone's getting sick. They just decided to cancel the birthday party altogether. And the only people that were invited were their parents. Well, that changes everything. Um, because now we have that, this understanding of our thoughts aren't true. So the thought that what we thought that we were not their friends anymore, that they didn't like us is actually not true. The truth is it's COVID and they didn't invite anyone to their birthday party. So (laughs) there you go. And then the feeling of feeling sad and rejected and feeling like frustrated or bitter, that kind of goes away when you realize, well, the event wasn't what we thought. So now we can feel understanding. We can feel uh, maybe like we can feel relieved. So yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. I'm definitely not a therapist, but it was really good for us to rehear that because there are often times in our marriage and just in life in general where something will happen and we will both take it into completely different directions based off how our brains like decipher the situation. So I could create feelings around an event that are definitely valid for me. But if you take a step, take some steps backwards and like 
know the truth about it, then it might not be, it might not be what Michael's thinking in that scenario. So it's just really good for you to not go from zero to 100 in your um, thought, in your brain, like from going all the way to the worst negative. Instead, like taking a trip down that event thought feeling to figure out what is something that is a story you're telling yourself and then what is actually true of that situation. So that's one big thing that I'm learning, relearning. And um, yeah, it's been really helpful for me because my brain often goes towards worst case scenario. That's kind of how I'm wired. Um, I have like more of an anxious attachment style. So that's where I go in my, (laughs) in my brain. So it's really nice to be able to like pause and actually think about what um, is true in that in that situation. Okay, next thing that I'm learning right now is that God knows my name. Um, obviously, something I I've known, you know, being in the church for a while, being a Christian for a while, I've known you hear these truths, but um, something that I'm like really starting to re-believe is that he knows me personally on like an intimate level and like wants to continue knowing me. I think often I can find myself comparing myself to other, other people, especially in the church and just feeling, you know, like I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not doing what this person's doing. I don't, I'm not, Uh, I don't have a spiritual life like this person. I don't have a prayer life like this person. And that comparison, all it does is just block me off from actually drawing near to God. And um, all he wants and all he asks of me is just to like be with him. And I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to be at a certain place in order to meet with him. I don't have to achieve a certain thing in order to talk with him. He knows my name. He and he loves me. No matter what, no matter what I'm, what I'm going through, what I've been through, what I did do, what I didn't do, like regardless of all of that, he meets you where you're at and he loves you. Um, so that's something that I'm trying to believe for myself every day. Um, and yeah, I'm learning that. There's a song called He Knows My Name by Tasha Cobbs and our church sang it this past weekend. And that's kind of where this um, new thought came from is like, wow, he knows my name. He wants to walk with me. He wants to talk with me. He just like wants to be with me. That's it. And I put so much pressure on myself to, to make it more than it is. And all it is, is just spending time with him. All right. Last thing I'm learning is that I'm right where I need to be. (laughs) This is always a fight for me. y'all. always a battle because I am always future casting and trying to get to some place um, that I'm not at right now. Um, it's like wanting what you have, what you can't have. That's kind of what I tend to do, and I feel like what most humans tend to do. Um, but what I'm learning right now is that I'm right where I need to be. I'm right where I need to be as far as business goes. I'm right where I need to be as far as motherhood goes. As far as um, Um, even geography goes like location, like I'm supposed to be in Wilmington right now. That's where I need to be. Um, as far as my church goes, like I'm in the church I need to be in, like God doesn't make mistakes. And so where you are in your life right now is exactly where you're supposed to be. So how can you press in to that present moment and, and really 
I guess, find your purpose in it. So if you know you're right where you need to be, then you, you have this clear sense of, okay, how can I best honor this situation? Because I'm supposed to be here. So if I'm supposed to be coaching soul right now, how can I be the best coach that I can be for the classes that I have? If I'm supposed to be teaching William how to eat solid foods right now, then like, how can I draw into that right now? Like he is only six months old right now. So like, this is where I need to be. I need to stop thinking like, what preschool will he go to? Will he have another sibling? Like right now, I just need to be where I am. And God doesn't make mistakes in your timeline. Just like he knows your name, he also wrote your story. So he knows where you're supposed to be right now. And this is it. This is where you're supposed to be. So how can you honor that? All right, y'all. Those are some things that I'm learning and loving right now. I would love for y'all to DM me or message me or email me and let me know some things that you're learning and loving right now so that we can just like vibe with each other. Um, But yeah, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, today's solo episode. Um, Definitely quicker than usual, but um, it's always fun to just like talk with y'all. Sometimes I just have to envision that there are like people listening to me, even though I'm kind of technically just talking to a screen right now. Um, I will get better at (laughs) letting this be easier, (laughs) but for now it's just kind of weird, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to me. I love y'all so much next week. Be sure to tune in. We have a guest. Uh, her name's Veronica Lee talking all about the importance of sleep It's actually really eye-opening. Honestly, if I could have any superpower in the world, it would be just to sleep whenever I want. So this is a great way to learn how to do that. (laughs) All right, y'all. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.